report brought to you by the Crime Stoppers in Suffolk. 1-800-220-TIPS. 220-8477, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that's the number to call. Calls will be kept anonymous. Sometimes a monetary reward issued for info that will lead to an arrest in a particular case. At the uh, helm of all, Joe Jacklin, retired sergeant in YPD, former commanding officer of the Bronx Cold Case Squad. He's current adjunct professor at John Jay College. We know about the uh, the great uh, criminal investigative function that Joe's an author of, Guy of New Investigators, edition four, five soon to come. And, of course, this great uh, show on YouTube regarding the uh, Gilgo uh, situation, second to none, a highly decorated member of the NYPD, including the most notable Department Medal of Valor, and let's not forget best-selling author, Cold Case Handbook. Uh, and it is in my possession. Thank goodness I lent it out. I got it back a couple weeks ago. But uh, all in all, it's great having him. Sarge, how are you? Happy New Good Year, morning, by the way. Jay. Yeah, Happy New Year. Good morning, Jay. How are you doing? I am doing well, my friend. we got a lot to cover here. Uh, let's get to the former police commissioner, Rodney Harrison. Uh, I guess uh, the investigation is over. Ray Tierney did his due diligence. Falsifying timesheets was the possibility there, Uh, but uh, not the case. According to the DA's office, Joe, you stated it. Yeah, these things happen from time to time. And, uh, you know, I think um, there's always some sort of politics at play at Suffolk, but it was apparently that he had filled out these forms. He had reached out to somebody within the, um, you know, within the organization, the accounting department. The accounting department said, no, you can't do that. undo this, and he undid it. So, you know, I think they were one of those things like, you know, full of sound and fury signifying nothing kind of thing. But, yeah, I, I mean, listen, we, we, don't, we don't know exactly what transpired during all of that, the last few months going on in Suffolk County, but here we are, right? We don't have a police commissioner yet in place to have an acting police commissioner. We're, they're saying now we're going to be waiting at least another month for it. So it's not like they didn't know that this was going to be happening. So, I, you know, we well, this is the continuity is something that we worried about, and, and it's, it's starting to show. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, and uh, hopefully you have an interim guy there now. I think his name is Richard Waring um, or Robert Waring. Um, you feel confident, though, that the search will prevail in a very positive way. One of the things Ed Romain, the county executive, has, has noted uh, time over time here is that, you know, there's been la- big landscape at home rather than the search in the national sense, uh, Sarge. So you get the uh, you get the feeling that it'll be a homegrown pick here. Uh, and I kind of like that whole aspect. Yeah, I do, too. I think it's um, I think it's an important aspect. Not only you pick somebody as a hometown pick, so to speak, somebody who understands police culture too in the law enforcement aspect, in specifically policing. All right, I know, you know, I've said this before, but you know, the federal agents are excellent what they do, but running police departments is you know is a different entity altogether. And I think we saw things that happen under. Uh, Tim Seney and Geraldine Hart, at certain points, it almost seems as if people are running circles around them. And I, I don't want to see that happen, not now at this stage, as this investigation is moving forward. We know Ray Tierney has got the prosecution part of it, but the police are still going to play a big integral part into the remaining part of the investigation. The investigation didn't end when they arrested Rex Herman back in July. It still has to go about interviewing people and collecting evidence and making sure you're building solid cases because there's still several victims out there that need to have justice and their families are waiting to. 
Yep, no doubt about it, uh, without a question there. So uh, we'll take a wait-and-see approach. Speaking of the police department, uh, Sarge, thousands uh, retired or quit last year, although at a lower rate than it was previous year. Uh, latest stats uh, reviewed, Newsday uh, got a hold of them, but the continued exos- exodus, uh, Joe, these officers over the last three years, you know, the accusations of abuse, uh, led to the protests, spurred by, you know, a push by some of these union officials for new legislation in Albany, aimed at keeping some of the young, younger cops uh, on the job here. Listen, it's no surprise uh, that cops retired uh, way before maybe they should have. And, and why not? And when you're not embraced, you and I have gone over this ad nauseum. When you're not embraced, when you have these uh, type of deals from district attorneys, all the hard work a cop does to get someone into custody and cuffed and everything else, all of a sudden the guy's let out on the street an hour later. I mean, what do you expect? Uh, What do you think? You're going to have a morale situation beyond belief? No, just the opposite effect. That's what you see in here, Sarge. Yeah, no, listen, I'm referring to this the the great resignation because it's not so much the retirements because they – Police departments plan for retirements, right? They they hire a group of people at a certain time, and they know in 20, 25 years, whatever it may be now, that they're going. many of them are going to leave. But it's the people that are working five years or seven years and ten years, they say, I'm just out. I'm done. I'm not waiting for a pension. I'm not waiting. I'm just getting out. And that's the number that they can't. That, that's what concerns everybody now is because they, they have no control over how many people they need to try to replace. And then the, the recruitment problem it just exacerbates it, right? There's so many people that, that wanted to be cops that don't want to be bothered anymore. And quite frankly, I don't blame them, especially since you're telling people they have to get, you know, in certain departments have to get college degrees and stuff like that. They said, if I'm going to get a college degree, I'll go do something else where I'm not, you know, looking over my back where I got to worry about people in the in the streets hurting me and I got I to gotta worry about prosecutors only prosecuting the cops and nobody else. So it's it's a big deal. Yeah, no question. You know, back in the day, Joe, when you were there, uh, it was great to be a cop. Must have been. Uh, and you know, you knew everybody there. You know, to to want to be a police officer, to want to do the job properly, to want to embrace the public as far as safety. You don't have that anymore for obvious reasons. So uh, things change, no question. Sign of the times, Joe Jacklow, the Crime Report. Let's get to the mayor. Uh, I'll tell you. It never ceases to amaze me. Now he's got a lawsuit against some of these bus companies in Texas uh, for shuttling these migrants in uh, instead of really turning his vitriol to the centerpiece, which is Washington. Uh, And how about sounding off against uh, what's going on here? Sound off against the Homeland Secretary. Uh, Sound off against the President of the United States, the VP as well. They're all involved, allowing this to have occurred. The thousands and thousands and thousands of people that have been let into the city. But to hold up a picture of Skid Row uh, in Los Angeles, Eric Adams must think we're all stupid here. Uh, what does he think? He is uh, He's presiding over uh, the safest city on planet Earth right now? I mean, come on. You know, all this coming out, Joe, with these stats earlier in the week that murders are down, rapes are down, but everything else is up, by the way. And you're going off statistics you know, it's almost like fool's gold, pre-pandemic and everything else. You, you and I have discussed this for years. Yes. Well, let's. Uh, so we have a, a couple things. Let's just talk about it. So yeah, the mayor. I, I don't think that was. Um, 
inappropriate uh, an appropriate move, you know, showing the Los Angeles stuff because, like you said, New York is, is has its own <laughs> issues right now. You know what? Just worry about your own stuff, and you know, uh, you know, it, it's almost like kids' games kind of thing. Like, oh, well, what about us? Well, uh, we're not as bad as them, so everything's fine. That that's not a good way of uh, looking at this stuff. And and yeah, homicides are down right now. As a matter of fact, Jay, uh, I have a, a a quick video that's coming out today on the breakdown about why it still should be a big concern. Because listen, and just to give you the just to give a little insight, there are so many problems with reporting of homicides in the country uh, to the FBI for their new neighbors system when they when they switched over from the UCR. That's one thing. The CDC numbers show a much higher homicide rate than what the uh, police departments are showing because ha- almost just a little more than half of the departments actually even report. So it, it's a it's a big problem. Everything's a mishmash. And listen, we had the largest spike in violence in this country between 2019, 2020, and 2021. And we're still not back near, nowhere near the numbers in 2019. New York City for, for murder has... But the rest of the crimes back to 2019 are still off the charts. We've kind of plateaued, and I'm worried that the next leg it goes up. If yeah. if we keep on, like, you know, we're double, doubling down on things that we can't even measure, right? Violence interrupters and all this. Other we, they, there's, how are they measuring this stuff? Because everything now, all of a sudden, oh, our progressive plans at work. Like, what, what's the system that you measured this by? Yeah, Adams made a fool of himself yesterday. And and listen, he's done a deplorable job as a mayor. He just has. Is he in de Blasio territory? He's coming close. He has done enough. (laughs) And to point his finger uh, as far as what's going on with Texas and shuttling these individuals uh, to here. Listen, uh, Adams created his own mess. Sanctuary City, right to shelter. I mean, come on. Uh, now you've uh, awakened as far as what's going on, uh, Eric? Come on, stop. Uh, you had a chance. You had a chance. You know, this is a guy who's been shunned every which way but loose. You know, made his way to Albany. They kicked him out of there real quick. Remember that whole thing with the bail stuff, Joe? Uh, certainly on deaf ears as far as what he's trying to put point out regarding needing more money. Uh, obviously you do, Mayor. Uh, but you haven't done enough. You haven't been hard enough. He's still... Panthers to the progressive left. He's got very few allies, Joe. Very few. Um, he tries to play both sides of the fence uh, all while pandering to this base. I mean, it's unbelievable. That's part of the Adams grade level, as far as I'm concerned, getting barely above an F. Well, <clears throat> the issue that comes down to is that you can't serve all of these people, like you said. I mean, he's she's trying to keep the uh, the you know it's all politics, right? He's trying to keep the conservatives happy by saying he's going to be tough on crime. He's trying to keep the the liberals happy by saying that we're going to have all these right to shelter stuff. And then he's trying to keep the ultra left, um, you know, with the with all the look at look at what's happening with the demonstrations with the with the Palestine, the pro Palestinian demonstration. Is they're starting to cripple the city, and nobody's doing anything about it because they can't. They have when that lawsuit came out. We spoke about it here, Jay. When the lawsuit came out after the Black Lives Matter riots, and they basically neutered the police department, being unable to do something. The prosecutors dropped all the charges against all of the protesters and rioters. That even the feds had to step in on certain cases, and then they, um, you know, and then that now they expect the police department to go out and and do this and and make and make these people stop. Good luck. They they have cornered themselves, and there's no way out. 
and this is it only gets worse from here. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. They've put themselves in this mess. And uh, unfortunately for Eric Adams, he hasn't been tough enough. Joe Jacklow on the Crime Report. A couple of more. Joe, a couple of, couple of side stories with a Lindenhurst man allegedly stabbing his wife to death. This is happening late Wednesday outside of their home, taken into custody. Police on a brief pursuit crashed into a building, uh, quite a mess, uh, trying to track down this 40-year-old Riser Morowski. Uh, and uh, that was the case on Little East Neck Road where they attempted to pull him over, except he kept going, and police uh, in pursuit. There was a crash of the vehicle, Morowski's uh, vehicle, into a building, uh, taken into, a cu- into custody, taken to a hospital. Quite a scene over there midweek. Yeah, and I was just, you know, in a scene of, uh, you know, horrific domestic violence. Um, you know, I mean, these things are very difficult to stop. Uh, you know, when you have intimate, intimate partner violence is just, you know, the only thing I want to know is that we haven't heard out is it was um, how many times the, if the police have been called to the house for these things, yeah. you know, and that kind of stuff. That's the only thing I, I have, I was looking for and I, I can't find it. So I, I, I don't know because that, that's an important aspect, right? So if you have somebody that's on the radar and then this happens, you, you need to go look back and see what, if anything, the police could have done or anything that a social worker or anybody else could have been done where that you could have prevented something like this. No question about it. Two more for you. Uh, an inmate was held, who's been held over the uh, correctional center in Riverhead on an attempted murder charge. Allegedly attacked, injured a police, injured a correctional officer, Joe, at the jail. Uh, all in all, the sheriff, Errol Toulon, announcing the charges for 27-year-old Stephen Reed the third felony assault in the attack. Uh, apparently, this guy punched the officer three times as he exited a secure area. Uh, we have seen this too many times, unfortunately. Yeah, and it, all over a bar of soap, right? I mean, this is what what things are, gonna, are coming down to. And and listen, I mean, New York is headed towards you know no solitary confinement on on many of the jails or all of the jails. I don't know exactly where exactly where that's going, but yeah. if you have you have dangerous prisoners already and now you tell them that they can't be punished any further you're going to see even more of this kind of behavior no doubt about it and then uh, you have a former nass county correctional center nurse apparently carried out a relationship with an inmate sergeant sent him money feeding him info on other prisoners smuggling even a blade into the jail ceramic one uh all in all yasmin talbot conspired uh, with this inmate, Christopher Wright, had a prior romantic relationship, it seems, to secret the potentially deadly instrument past security uh, after he told her that he'd been threatened, I guess, by other inmates. But uh, there's a woman who worked for 10 years for the for the jail's private uh, uh, infirmary uh, contractor there and charged uh, accordingly, uh, Sarge. Yeah, no, this is, these are the kind of things you never want to hear because somebody on the inside doing stuff like this, uh, we know there's been problems, or there's still problems within the jail facility about smuggling and stuff like that, and, you know, here's a, here's a conduit for it. I mean, it, it's, uh, it, it's not good, right? So you give this person this instrument and he kills somebody. I mean, the, it, the list just goes on and on. So, you know what? She's going to have – they only held it on like $500 cash bail, too. So I, I think she got off light on that one. No question about it. Of course, the, the Sarge involved with a wonderful, if you haven't seen it yet, on uh, YouTube, uh, folks, and you want to 
uh, more regarding the Gilgo uh, investigation, uh, you got to check it out. Uh, week by week, he's gaining uh, more viewership. It's it's really it's it's the talk of the town. I'll tell you that much, Joe. How's it going with that? Very good. Yeah, we're we're over forty six hundred now. Last time we spoke, we were about thirty. Last week, we were about thirty seven hundred. So, wow, we're, it's starting it's starting to grow leaps and bounds. And like I said, I'm doing some you know different things. Like today, I have a breakdown about uh, the homicide numbers that are happening across the country and what people need to look for. And the nice thing about it is, like, I can put in links for people. So if you want to find out how you find this information out or how you run your own queries i'm putting those things in the show notes and people are really enjoying that too so kind of like what we do here right? we talk about something and i can give an explanation and now i can i can actually have them go and actually do it you know click on it and and and, and, and figure it out for themselves so it's a, it really it's is interesting sensational show uh all on the heels of the great book joe wrote the cold case handbook which is still getting rave reviews and i think people want a round two for from you on that uh sarge i'll tell you that much well, we'll see what happens with that. Um, I'm already preparing for it, so hopefully it does come through because we're adding to Yeah, you know, every time something pops up and say, oh, you know what, I'll make a note of that because we can add that into the next round. Great stuff. The Sarge, the Crime Report. Of course, Crime Stoppers in Suffolk, 1-800-220-TIPS. Joe, have a safe and dry weekend, and uh, a very happy New Year to you, my friend. You too. Happy New Year, Jay. You got it. Have a great Joe Jacklone checking in with the Bye. crime report. 20 minutes past.